What's up, Dodger fans? Dodgers with a rousing 10-6 win over the Colorado Rockies in Denver. We're going to talk about that and so much more right here on Dodger Trap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <sighs> Such a beautiful song. I think I could have had a triple today. <laughs> I'm actually convinced I could have. Like there's <laughs> the way Austin Bars hit that ball, it just kept moving and moving and it's popping up. There you go. <laughs> Pop it up into that jet stream. Well, hello, Dodger fans. Thank you for joining us, wherever you may be. I'm Hunter Marks. Here's just long time as Josh Gershaw and I'm Mike Conley. Guys, where can uh, where can the fine folks out there find you on social media? You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Gersh13. Oof. Still not on the social media, but you can find me right here at the Afterbuzz Studios on Red Sox Rap 360. And you can find me on Twitter at hunt, Hunter underscore Marks. You know, Shoot one, me a tweet. One day we're going to have to talk about you not being on social media. We don't already? <laughs> are, are you like a Luddite? What's going on here? I, I am a bit of a Luddite. I am a little bit of a Luddite. <laughs> so the Dodgers with a rousing 10-6 to victory in Denver today, narrowly avoiding the sweep. Ken Tamayada with his first win. Not a, not a dominant win, I would say, <laughs> but a win nonetheless <laughs> in uh, interesting weather conditions. That's what we would say. Yeah, I think the gusts got up to 42 miles an hour, I think they said today. That's S- something like that out there. I almost was wondering <laughs> if he was actually going to get that win because, you know, the same old thing came up with Kenta where that third time yeah. through the order. And when Arenado came up there as like the <laughs> go-ahead run, I was like, ooh, <laughs> skip. Are you maybe leaving him in one too long? But he was able to get it. <laughs> it was uh, it was certainly an interesting win. Uh, Dodgers got some runs. The Rockies gave the Dodgers some runs. <laughs> Hot dog wrappers were flying everywhere. <laughs> I saw a couple of hits almost left the park that shouldn't have left the park. Right. So I think I think we saw a little bit of everything today. But I think the big thing was the Dodgers showed that they were able to hit left-handed pitching, which has been a question mark for the last. It's all part of the last year, I would say. And the first two lefties they faced this year as well. That's right. <laughs> We're going to talk about Clayton Kershaw getting his first loss of the year against that. So, uh, big win today, 10-6. Kenta Maeda went five innings, five hits, four in runs. So, not, not exactly a dominating performance. Second kind of like so-so adding of the year. Yeah. I mean, like I say, it looks like the kind of the same old Kenta from last year when yeah. he gets that third time through the order, order, the wheels start to fall off. Although in his first stop this week, he seemed to get a little bit stronger as the game went on. Yeah, he did. He struggled because he, he walked guys in his first start. At least in this start, he, didn't, he only had one walk, I think. Yeah. He had only had one walk. Five Ks. Five Ks. <clears throat> that to me is, if he can avoid the walks, I think he's fine. He should be... He should be a quality star guy. I feel like if, if he can avoid the walks, the trouble is in that first game he just he hung that one pitch out there when uh, was that Salarte who blasted that home run off him? I forgot who. That was the pods. Yeah, yeah, he just you know the, he had some pretty good stuff on his breaking balls and his changes, but you know every now and then he just hangs it. Well, that's what you're gonna get with a with a, a finesse pitcher. It's almost kind of like he dances off the mound there, yeah. so he's not gonna like overpower you with his fastball. But what did show today was the big bats. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers really came through. Logan Forsythe, three hits. Corey Seager, two hits, including a two-run bob. Dustin Turner, two hits. Austin Barnes, two hits. Nice to see him getting some ABs. Nice little triple there in the fourth inning. Little routine fly ball that just kept carrying and carrying. And all of a sudden, it's off the wall. He's at third base. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, Foresight, this is kind of why we brought him in, you know. And uh, he really got got it started right off in good fashion with that double. And really kind of, I mean, I don't want to say you have a monkey on your back this early in the season, but that monkey's kind of on there from last season when they right. couldn't hit lefties at all. So it was good to see the, the newly minted second baseman kind of do what he's supposed to. Yeah, and, and judging from the, I mean, did they face four lefties this week or three? I can't remember. It was, is Gray a lefty for the Rockies? I'm just drawing a blank on his, if he's mm. a lefty or not. I think he's a righty. But, so they faced three lefties. It seemed to be, it's obviously small sample size, but Forsyth <clears throat> is going to lead off for the conceivable future against lefties. Right. And the team, it's probably going to be as he goes, the team goes. He has a nice game. He gets on base. It looks like, you know, the team might be able to score a few runs. Well, we saw him in that leadoff position in spring training. And as the season's got underway, you saw Roberts will injure Tolls in that in that in that top of the batting order. Tolls got the day off today, but are we going to be seeing him more against right-handed pitchers then? When I would imagine so. I mean, I can't unless I mean, well, for the foreseeable future, yes, until Ethier comes back. Right. Then we have to see what shifts are going to happen when he's back. Does that mean Puig's out of the orders? I mean, he's going to kind of solidify that left field position. I mean, who knows what's who can even play in the outfield at this point? I mean, we don't, Dave Roberts certainly has has some options there, so we're yeah. going to see how he does those lineup changes there. And as you mentioned earlier, the teams are now going to do shifts at the Dodgers. They're going to start adjusting to this yeah, lineup. We've already seen it uh, because of the rainout with the Cubs had this week. They've flopped Arietta and Lester specifically, so the Dodgers have to face a lefty, and they're facing Brett Anderson, former Dodger. Uh, what Wednesday? So I think we're going to see a lot of teams do this if the opportunity arises to make sure you know they're going to say, "Hey, we challenge you to hit the pitching." Yeah, that's just the way it's going to be. John Gray is a righty, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Brett Anderson goes on Thursday because they have that odd day off. Oh on yeah, Tuesday. that's right. Yeah, you know, so they played Monday and then uh, well, then Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, Anderson, old friend Brett Anderson. We'll have to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what people. People should do against yeah the, they should you yeah know, against the Dodgers <laughs> until you prove you can hit them. You're 22 and 24 versus lefty starters last year, so uh, you know we have to see if like anybody can hit before foresight. It was nice to see uh, Gutierrez get a double today. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's another guy that was kind of brought in to hit lefties. I mean, well, I knew we talked a little bit about it last week. It was a little bit of puzzling that you have a guy like Kiki Hernandez on the team and, <coughs> and not a guy like. You know, Howie Kendrick, who's shown the same versatility and the same kind of average defensibility. Or Chris Taylor, who had a, who was a better defender and had a good spring. Right. You know, I mean, I know they keep, they bring Kike in for his versatility, but, you know. He can't hit. Yeah. And he's an average fielder. Yeah. (laughs) Two big problems. Because Howie Howie is a career 291 hitter versus lefties. So. To like let a guy like that that was in your grasp. I mean, I know you know he makes three or four times what Kike does, but it's still not breaking the bank. It always comes down to the money, unfortunately, <laughs> especially when you have an opportunity to develop your younger guys. I mean, he signed like a two-year, twenty million dollars deal. It's not like he's breaking the deal. Breaking yeah, the bank. and you know, I mean, the, the Dodgers have enough money to. I mean, they brought the payroll down so much. You know, there's, there's, I mean, of course, they're still paying, you know, Carl Crawford and all these guys who, <laughs> the gift are, that keeps on giving. who, who aren't on the team anymore. Well, it did, I, I believe there's a stat where the Padres payroll, if you take away who they're, who they're paying that's not on the team, is about, what, $28 million? They're still paying Josh Beckett some? <laughs> <laughs> what about Darren Dreyfuss there? No. <laughs> uh, Darren Dreyfuss. You know what? It's funny because I was actually a big Dan Evans fan as a GM because he was hampered by Fox when he was the, when he was the GM. He had to make a lot of moves that, you know— 
They did bring in Gary Sheffield, like guys uh, those, those, to, uh, that elk. Yeah, it is prime. The only bad move I thought was when he signed Dreyfer to that four year forty four million. We dollar. never saw Darren again. Yeah. <laughs> so uh paying for his college years. Yes. <laughs> so well, y'all, well, well you you know, famously they switch off the American at that time the American League and National League switched off who actually got the number one pick. It was not by worst record. They switched it every year. Interesting. And had the Do- had it just been by record, the Dodgers would have had Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they end up with Darren Dreyfus. Instead, they end up with Darren Dreyfus. Who's Darren Dreyfus dating these days? I don't know whether to laugh or cry over that. It's, <laughs> it it's could just, have been. It's just frustrating because when you think about, well, what if the NBA just did that? All right, the Eastern Conference team is going to get the first pick this year. Mm. I mean, it would eliminate tanking for the most part, but <laughs> let's let's make it count with the All Star game. Win the All Star game, and then the, the worst team in that. That that league gets it. <laughs> that was taken away this year, right? I think so. Yes. I certainly <laughs> so. so as it as it stands now, the Dodgers have just completed their seventh game of the year, and uh, they're sitting in third place. Not to worry. Two games of two games behind the Rockies, and I think three games behind the uh, Diamondbacks. So uh, this lineup is starting to take shape with this team. And uh, what do we what do we think? Almost ten games into the year so far. It's time to hit the panic button now. No. Just, uh, the thing that's most impressive to me right out of the gate is, you know, and something that I, a lot of teams are pulling their hair out, uh, you know, throughout the season is the the play of the bullpen. You know, I mean, they had a stretch this week where they went 16 or 17 innings yeah. of shutout innings, right? Until uh, Jansen today. Yeah, Hatcher gave up a run in the first, two runs in the first game. No, a run in the first game. And then score 16 two-thirds scoreless until... Again, another funky triple out there today. <laughs> <laughs> so that well, Sergio right. Romo had a shutout inning in the eighth, really. And two strikeouts. Actually, he looks solid. Uh, in his appearances, he's looked solid. Luis Avalon doing well, throwing yeah. out the pen. Nice little left-handed arm there. He looked good today. I yeah, was, he did. I, it was kind of odd when um, the, the, the giant, uh, excuse me, the Dodgers had that long inning, and they let him hit for himself and yeah. still come out after <laughs> yeah. sitting for like... Like a half hour, I was like, eh, maybe time to get some money. Oh, they're in the sweat. seventh inning? Yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> I, I think maybe if you saw them, if they were playing a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday series uh, and didn't have to play tomorrow in the Cubs, I think you probably would have saw somebody else come in there and kind of get some work. But You know, you, you brought the lineup, the schedule up earlier. You know, they have a funky day off Tuesday. And did you see Thursday they had a day game, a noon game, and then played it? 2 p.m. West Coast time, Friday. Yeah. It wasn't a... Why was it not a 5 o'clock start? Yeah. Who I does the scheduling here? Yeah. Well, I no, demand it was, to know. <laughs> it seemed like it was just rather odd that it... I don't know. When I saw that they were playing at 2 o'clock our time on Friday, I was like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. It's less, so it's less than a 24-hour turnaround before they're you know, kind of playing again in a different city. So I was kind of like, well, this... And then the day off Tuesday, it's just... I don't know why the schedule's so funky right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's an interesting time. But um, so uh, Clayton Kershaw got his first loss of the year. Uncharacteristically, gives up two home runs back to back, four on the year. Mm. Um, he's not looking like Clayton Kershaw that we know. I mean, he's still getting his strikeouts. He's still kind of dominating the strikeout to hit walk ratio. But uh, was that For, first time in his career you give up back to backs? Yep. It's trade him. Trade him. <laughs> <laughs> he's damaged. <laughs> He's probably hurt. No. Well, it looks. I mean, well, in Colorado, it looked like pitches were just hanging uh, up there. But then, you know, against the Padres, I argued that uh, because they were up ten runs after the sixth, they should have pulled him. He should have never came out for that seventh inning. I know people say, "Oh, well, he has to get in a rhythm and blah blah blah," but I, you know, for a guy who got hurt last year, 
you know, yeah, he only threw 70 pitches, but maybe you pull him back a little bit. You don't, right. He doesn't need to be in the game. You're up 10 runs. You're, you, you know, your bullpen should not be able to blow that game. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it was. He uh, worried about getting, not getting the next, uh, a lot of work. His next bullpen, <clears throat> you pull, put him out for uh, two innings. Really. <laughs> you know, like the, like the playoffs. It, it was, uh, I, I found that odd. I didn't, I didn't, I really couldn't see a reason why to keep him in. Yeah. After the sixth. You know, just, there was no point. You take him out, you know. It was fine. He gave up the home run in the seventh. But it seems to me that he's got a pitch that looks like it's hanging. And it's not his fastball to me. It looks like, or his fastball's just not as hard uh, yeah. as he was throwing it last year. So, well, I know in his first start, Doc said after the game that he was kind of, his slider was like, he was throwing that pretty hot. He was getting up to like 91 with the slider and stuff. So he just thought he was like overly juiced, you know, <laughs> for the game, which, which could be true. Rich Hill had a nice win this week, though. Unfortunately, he just landed on a DL with more more blister <laughs> issues, but he sure looked good in that first win. I I thought he looked great, and and here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Oral Hertzizer was doing the broadcast. He, he pointed out that uh, that Hill's doing a little, little slower delivery, a little stop at his hitch there, and I like seeing how he's messing with like his footwork a little bit because someone his age is still finding out ways to be creative, getting hitters out, and that's mm-hmm. why his longevity has been what it is. Well, he's also a two pitch pitcher, really. It's really all. I mean, think about it. A guy in the major leagues whose ERA has been sub three for a few years now is only a two pitch pitcher. Who really relies on a curveball. And it's, you know, it's all about the angle that he releases it at. And I guess that's why he keeps getting the the blister problems. Yeah. So that is, that is a little, you know, until they started hitting the lefty a little bit today, I was like, well, the Dodgers look a lot like last year's Dodgers. They can't hit lefties. Rich Hill's got blisters. And, you know, it looks like a, a, um, a starting staff, which is as long as, like, these reclamation projects, as good as they look this week, um, it looks like a team that has Kershaw and then a bunch of guys that are going to go five innings. Yeah. You know? And that's so not sustainable. It's going to really put a lot of tax, taxing on that bullpen, you know, and they were good this week, but how long is that going to hold up? And, you know, I, I guess if you have versatile guys, you know, like the key case of the world, you can, like, maybe have that extra guy in the bullpen well, and things like that. They but. brought Josh Fields up, uh, who looked Look good. good in the last Throwing season. Hard. You know, uh, Alex Wood is going to get the start tomorrow. Yeah. He, he's looked good in the couple innings he's pitched. Boy, that year. didn't take long for him to get in the starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long at all. <laughs> and I have high hopes for him. I really liked him when they got in from Atlanta. You know, he had, what, a 3-1-0 ERA as a starter there. Uh, I know he doesn't throw hard, but he's 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 got a lot of stuff. I, I'm hoping he can succeed. It, you know, he looks so great and like a weapon out of the pen. That's and the thing. That That's guy, where he's the know, most it, dangerous. It's like I, like I almost don't. I want him almost want him to fail <laughs> as a starter. You know, so he can get back in because you know he really looked like that guy that you know a guy that has had some up and downs as a starter. But you pull him in the pen and he's like, oh, I can just blow it out for like six outs. <laughs> okay, awesome. You know, and it, like it looked like he could be that guy that is like. A sixth, seven inning guy, you know, to kind of be that bridge, or a seven, eight inning guy, you know. We talked about him being the Blanton this right. year, you know, uh, kind of filling that play. And he's a lot younger, you know. And his and his stuff. I watched him pitch a game. It, I can't remember if it was last year, or the year before. He only threw. He went eight innings. Only threw like ninety, like eighty pitches. You know, one hit ball. Everything, everything was grounders. I, I can't remember. I think two guys hit it in the outfield. Wow. You know, he was just rolling, and. That's the kind of that's the kind of pitcher he is, and that's you know he's had he's battled injuries, 
you know, like every other Dodger. <laughs> how old is How old is he? Twenty six or twenty seven? Okay, he's yeah. still young. He he's shown an arsenal of pitches. Um, he's been hit pretty hard, you know, especially yeah. <laughs> the past year. But um, he's certainly shown that he's capable as a starter. I'm with you. Where I think he's most utilized as a, as a weapon out of the pen. Yeah, he seems to really go like two, three innings. Like you're good. Anything longer, maybe that fourth, fifth inning seems to like run. Gets tired, maybe runs into trouble. Well, he might have the Maeda problem. Or if he goes through the lineup. We don't need two of those. Too many yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like we have a lot of those guys. I mean, not necessarily because the lineup's turning over, but just because these guys, the Ryu's and the McCarthy's coming off these injuries are just going to be kind of running out of gas. You know who else is coming off uh, coming off injury is our, not to put fear in your heart, but uh, Mr. Baez. Oh, yeah. yeah he uh, finished his AAA Assignment gave up two runs in two thirds of an inning, and then I heard he's probably going to join the uh, join the club here in Chicago for the upcoming trip. Oh, so yeah, great! So we can have a. I think what's the average time? He, I think he waits what forty seconds between pitches. <laughs> it, it's like not just that he's frustrating like to watch. It's just that it takes so long. Like it's just and it's this just this long like you're watching a movie and it's this long dramatic climax that never pays off. <laughs> That's to be like Pedro Baez. Do you know who, what Dodger hitter he, is probably the, though? He's the English patient of pitchers. Oh wow. <laughs> he's like, uh, can Mike Hargrove give up his nickname of uh, the, the human uh, rain delay? You know? Can you so imagine, though, going against Jock Peterson, who also takes like 20 seconds per pitch, yeah. adjust, adjust, and then, you know, when he got thrown out of the game earlier this year, didn't like a call, and for a second there in yesterday's game, I thought he was going to get thrown out. I mean, he said something to the umpire, but Smarley just kept walking back to the dugout. <laughs> so he's someone who's... Uh, <laughs> Likes to let people know what he's thinking if it doesn't go his way. You know, but I don't mind that kind of stuff. You know, they, I, <laughs> I I don't like the Ian Kinslers of the world. Oh, this is how you're supposed to play. And you know, the trouble is, ba- did you see the the top fifty athletes? Uh, not one baseball player on the not one active baseball player on that yeah. list. Really? Yeah, not one. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was on there, but no active ball players. So no Kershaw. Like, let's face it, Kershaw Trout. Trout's not on there? They're boring, but they're boring people, so people don't remember them. <laughs> like, so we need we need some flair. Let Jock get mad. Let him, you know, let him let right. these guys do that. Let Puig bat flip. Let, let Bryce Harper throw flip. his helmet in. Yeah, like, you just need need some flair. You need some excitement. Yeah, when you have the no fun league out there making adjustments to let their players <laughs> celebrate more without yeah. being penalized, then you got it's time for you, MLB, to take a look at yourself. Yeah. And you know, you saw how kind of exciting some of those uh those World Baseball Classic were because those Latin players are so into it. You yeah, know? yeah. And, they're and they're playing pa- for their team and, and they're passionate. They're passionate about it. you. Just you want to see passion. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you want to see. You know, that's what we need some more out of baseball. That's why you know when they kept trying to change Puig, I thought it was always a mistake. I'm like, you just gotta let this guy play. Yeah, you know. And he, and to me, he's off. He's off to a good start right now. He seems to be. He's a little more disciplined at the plate. He's drawing walks, back to back home runs. Yeah, or, not, or two home runs in one game. First time since 2013. Yeah, yeah. S- since he lit the world on fire. You know, he's he's looked good. I mean, he had a he had a bad game today, but I liked that they moved him down in the lineup. I thought it took so much pressure off of him, so he looks a lot better and more comfortable at the plate yeah i mean i liked him in that eight hole because you know then you're in a situation where you're like okay listen the pitch is on deck so they're gonna probably pitch around you so be more selective and you know he was starting out you know swing at strikes and yeah. let balls go early in the week but it's like he, he, i hear what you're saying you got to kind of take the good and the bad with him because then he like ends that inning i think on saturday where he runs into he tries to steal third yeah oh, yeah. oh with two outs and yeah that and was... it's just like oh you know, and it's like I, I thought it kind of a play today kind of really summed up um, the attitude of the Dodgers towards Puig. It was like 
And this really wasn't his fault. He's like, oh, Adrian Gonzalez <laughs> was bummed that he didn't get the hit because Puig read that the kid was going to catch it. And it kind of looked like a catch. Like he kind of got the leather on it, but <laughs> they, they ruled it a trap. So he didn't know whether to go to second or go over. So he's like coming back to first. And then like they just tag him. And Egon was just like a little kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that you know what? They did. They did roll in a trap, and they didn't. Whatever. There was a rule where they didn't have to review the play, but he did catch it. It was actually. It, it was a cat. Like it was, was under. It was like well yeah, under. Yeah. It was like pretty, pretty obvious. And so. then you had the uh, opening day. You had the bad base running by Tolls, which. Some, I mean, I was at the game. People were like, oh, Puig. And I'm like, that wasn't Puig's fault. The guy, the third base coach was holding him up. Tolls just blew through the sign. You know, and it was like, well, that wasn't Puig's fault. Yeah. You know, it's just it's this need to blame him right away. Yeah. It's like the guy that at that particular time, we were all like, he didn't do anything wrong. The guy told him to stop. He stopped. Tolls blew through the stop sign. You know, that's what happened. And it's, it's uh, you're right. It just kind of, their attitude towards him, I think, is, you know, if you say, if he's on your team, he's your teammate. Give the guy a shot. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. <laughs> and, and he did make that sick running catch. I he did. Yeah. To a Tuesday's game on the second game versus the Padres. Yeah, he did. That probably nobody on the team really makes. You know, he's just he, he's such a physical specimen that you just got to give him some leeway. You know. But you know, Jacques has a similar attitude and doesn't get the crap for it. And it's you know you hate to bring up if it's is it racial is it you know is it a Latin thing is it a Latin thing you know we heard Ian Kinsler who to me was just tone deaf with that Players Tribune you know kind of bashing all the Latin players and the way they play you know it's kind of like is that what's going on here you know you know they let Bryce Harper get away with a lot you know it's they let Mad Bum get away with everything yeah you know it's kind of like you know I think there is a certain element of that you know. In the Dodgers, I see them being a little clicky, especially those the five guys that live together. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, I get, well, that's a click. Well, it, everyone forgets, Uribe got through to Puig when Juan Uribe was on the team. Yeah. And that was when Puig was playing his best. Even though Him, he, Hanley, Uribe, they were all yeah. see, but besties. It, and it was, <laughs> they were clicky, too. But at least they were getting to him. They, you know... I, that was a big help. And I thought when they... They spoke Spanish, just speak the same language, yeah. native language, just... And uh, and both what's uh, Hanley's um, Dominican, right? Yes. And Ron's new and Ron's Dominican. Venez- no, he's Venezuelan. I think Uribe, right? Isn't he? I think I he's Dominican. He's Dominican. I want to say he's Dominican. But you know, yeah, they but they could relate to him. They were able to get to him, sure. and those were his two best seasons. And then I remember they kind of traded Uribe inexplicably, like for really no reason other than we just don't want him on the team anymore. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't hitting at the level that he was hitting the past two seasons. Uh, the glove work was the, still there, yeah, but No, he, you're you're right, he wasn't, but it was kind of they didn't get anything for him. No, they, just... they didn't. They did. He kind of became <laughs> is he he went to the Braves. I'm not sure where he is up now if he's still in a major league roster, but No, I believe yeah. he's done. He's a free agent. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he is Dominican. But there's but, one yeah. thing that we know this lineup couldn't do is that it can produce runs. And the four wins this year, three of the wins have been for 10 or more runs. <laughs> So one through one through eight, and sometimes even nine of Kershaw is actually some 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 style with the bat there. Uh, this this lineup is dangerous. Gonzalez had a nice got one hit today, but a nice little poke in the five six hole, bringing that run. Did you notice Gonzalez going to left? Yeah, 
a lot this week. He's adjusting to the shift. Yeah. Uh, Says tw- no more. <laughs> he doubled twice in the left field uh, opening day, and I think he did it the next game or the game after that. He's looks he's like such he's, a smart hitter. He is. He looks like he's waiting now. He's waiting on those pitches, yeah. and he's kind of driving them that way. He's got that elbow issue, too. Yes. You know, so I don't know if that kind of was playing into it either, but spraying the ball around. I mean, gone are the days where that guy's going to hit 30 bombs, but, you know, he can still be a, you know. He gets you doubles in RBIs. Who cares? Exactly. And he just <laughs> provides stellar, stellar uh, first base work. Yeah, he's first base still... Work. Throwing it or leather around down at yeah. first base. He had Kike, some nice plays this week. There was that. There was that. That play. Uh, Kike caught where he tried to hit the cutoff man, missed him, went to first, and like uh, Adrian had that nice little pick to save yeah. a run there. So they had that nice play charge in the bunt uh, versus the Padres. Oh, when, when they, they got the play, at the yeah, plate. when they got the double play on when they got three outs on. How about the double steal? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that work since Little League. That's awesome. Uh, nice, to, <laughs> nice to know it's still uh, uh, executable play there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you like seeing those things every now and then. It's fun. We still home. Kike still home the yeah, other day. He did. That's like... right. <laughs> I was actually, honestly, it was one of those plays where I'm like, I'll give him credit for that one. That's that was a good play. Yeah. Even with your bleach blonde hair, just <laughs> <laughs> shining like a diamond out there. <laughs> but he's he's getting some playing. But you time. know, uh, Tur- Turner's off to a good start. Turner's off to a very good start. No home runs yet, but it's almost like there's so many other guys in line of me who can. You don't need him to. You just need him to get solid, at, yeah. have solid at bats, which he's doing over and over again. I don't know how many times he's drawn out pitch counts this week where he got he would be down 0-2, 1-2, and, and still the guy would have to throw four more pitches to him. It was nice to see, uh, it's nice to see him, because last year he, start, he was hurt, started off really slow, and then came on. It's nice to see, like, Maybe now we'll get that full season out of him. Sure. When he when he's when he's in the lineup every day, he's so consistent. He's the most he's been the most consistent hitter the last three years. Hence the why the Dodgers gave him a sixty million dollar contract. So. Yeah, I mean it is good to see him getting right out of the gate because last year we had to wait for like mid May. Yeah. yeah, and he was the catalyst. You know, once he got going, he would kind of like carry him for two weeks, and then everybody started hitting yeah. once that calendar hit June. He, you know, he was the one who stepped up when Kershaw got hurt. It was Turner was the one who kind of with the bat kind of stepped up, and guys just kind of followed suit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, it's nice to see him just off to a good start. Like I'm just hoping now he stays healthy. Right. I, I mean, I think I'm. You know, like. Most Dodger fans out there are like, I just want to get to a point where Puig just takes over that right field job and Jock takes over that center field job. And, you know, they're just impervious to platoons. You know, they can hit both sides. And you just want those to be your outfielders for the next eight years, you know. I mean, we've been wanting that for about three years now. Is this going to be the year these guys become full-time players. I'm tired of saying I hope so. Uh, <laughs> so at this point, I'm just going to say, let's take it game by game, which is the boring answer, I know. But aren't you tired of, like, is this going to be the year? Is this going to be the one where he just puts it all together? Is he in a contract here this year? Is it, is it this or a week? Is it this or next? No, he had a six-year. Yeah, so I think so he's under contract through next yeah, year. Yeah, I think he's under okay. through next year. Uh, Gonzalez is up after next year, right? Think so. You think he signed this year, and then I don't think they'll bring him back because they got Bellinger waiting in the wings. So, and Bellinger's twenty one, maybe twenty one. I think at the most. He, well, Aegon is under contract next year as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But Bellinger's so young that they, true. they can. I'm sure everyone keep talking about seeing him this year. I think we'll see him next year, right? Because Aegon will be in the final year of his deal. Then we'll start seeing Bellinger. I think fill in a little more. Okay. You know, I don't know. I forget how much longer Vance likes on the team. 
So, you know, because right now I think he's only the only legit backup first baseman. Besides Utley, who can't play. Austin Barnes, I think, can play a little can first, Austin Barnes play, yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like obviously he can catch, play a little infield, but he's very much the utility man that they need right now. The Swiss Army knife. Well, you, you're a big fan of Barnes. I know you like Barnes. I like Barnes because he's not Kike. I mean, because, you know, I just did this little... Boggle my mind why this guy's on the twenty-five man roster, or the forty-man roster. That I mean, I could see Especially him years ago when he hit lefties, but he doesn't hit lefties anymore, and he plays average defense at best at three. Pistons. He's your Pedro Baez, <laughs> little bit, and he missed most of spring training playing in the baseball classics. I so. mean, he's a pretty good soap opera actor, so I think maybe you should kind of stick with that. You know? uh, the trouble is, I mean, he's a fan favorite. He can still live in the house and work on Young and the Restless. He doesn't have to be a dodger. <laughs> All right? You can do both, Kike. <laughs> if anyone there tuning in on our YouTube channel want to give us a shout-out, we're also here to answer questions. Dodger Up 360, give us a shout. We'll try to answer as best we can. Love that. So, uh, Dodger's marching into Chicago tomorrow. Face John Lester. And uh, I think uh, be still it. having on the bitter taste in my mouth from last year's playoffs. Oh, and they're putting—they're giving them the rings tomorrow, right? I uh, believe. Are, they, are they really? And putting up it's the just... banner—that's just insulting. <laughs> Come on, that's adding insult to injury. Let me, let me let me give you a little over under, as you know, as know how I like to do these. Over under Monday Dodger steals point five. <laughs> You don't think this? <laughs> I mean, you got Kiki in the playoffs taking friggin' twenty-two foot leads off of first base, and he won't steal a base. Well, the Dodgers don't run in general. They don't, uh, and that's going to be a problem, especially when the Cubs are the best team. And one of their biggest, you know, Achilles' heels is the fact that their p- stud pitcher can't throw to first base. <laughs> well, look at the the second game against uh, Richard, the Padres. Mm. Several times they got guys on first with one out or less. Uh, every time, double play. How, by the third time, are you not sending the guy on first just to Stay try to avoid it. the double right. play? Yeah. They just didn't do it. And a lot of times, it was, it'll was it be a speedy guy on there. Yeah. You know, and it was just, I for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why they, just just send him. Just they, they send made, him. They made Clayton Richard look like J.R. Richard. Yeah, there. and he got lit up today by the Giants, who had been struggling yeah. up to this point. You know? Did they win today? Yeah, the Giants finally won today. Mm. And <laughs> conversely... Uh, Chassin, who the Dodgers lit up on opening day, like oh, spell, yeah. spellbound the Giants on Saturday. <laughs> he did. It's crazy. So, he had like his worst start ever on versus the Dodgers in opening day, and then it's like a best start ever in his second start. It's pretty it's crazy. A f- funny game, funny sport they play there. Sure, <laughs> that's why we love it. That's why we love it. It's a. It's. I mean, already look, so much has happened. We could talk about so much with the Dodgers in the first week. <laughs> So I'm going to go with no steals versus the Monday night versus so you're the Cubs. The under I'm, under I'm going to go with. No. I was actually, I'm going to take the over. I'll, I'll take the over. <laughs> wow, going out on a limb, saying the Dodgers will steal. I feel like one look how happy he is. He's I like, feel, someone, I got him. I, I feel, got no, him. I feel like Puig is going to get a steal. I think he already has two steals, right? This year, I know he's been caught probably twice. One, <laughs> one caught steal. Yeah, okay. We got we got JT on the books for a steal. We got Corey Seager on a steal too. Uh, so speaking of Seager, off to another good start. Uh, mm-hmm. Except not so much in the field. He's been struggling a little bit in mm-hmm. the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening day, he made a terrible throw, which allowed that unearned run. For opening day jitters. Opening day uh, jitters. No, then he had another jitter the day after <laughs> another bad throw to first. Or and then he had a play where. For some inexplicable reason, you know, the only play was to first on a grounder. You know, there was a guy on first base. He couldn't. Somehow he tried to make the throw to second, realized he couldn't, 
then tried to throw it to first and threw it like away. And it was just one of these plays where he, you could see he's a little rusty because yeah, he didn't play in the spring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, one of these days, as Mike pointed out last season, we might, he might be finding himself at a uh, corner position before it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But for, for a guy who's played a little, little over a year of professional baseball at the major league level, I mean, he's certainly showing hit with his bat. He, oh, yeah. he belongs and then some. He'll, he'll be the successor to JT over at third. You know, once JT's up, you know, this contract, that'll be about the time. Seager will be, what, like 25? No, not even. He'll only be... Oh, he's like 21 right now. He'll be 26. Now, right? 26. Yeah. He'll be 26 by the end of that right. contract's up. So. Yeah, he'll be ready for third base. <laughs> I mean, especially with, like, you know, the way people are drafting nowadays, they draft all kinds of shortstops. And they drafted one last year in the first pick. No, he was a second baseman. A second baseman. Uh, Their first pick last year was a second baseman. But I'm sure the guy can shift to short. So I mean, you're finding a lot of like teams just loading up on center fielders and shortstops, being like, okay, you can play all three outfield positions, <laughs> and you will, can play second or third if you can play short. You know, if we have to move you. You know, it's pretty pretty funny to see that. Well, it's you know, it's the Dodger stress, the versatility. That's right. what everyone's looking for now. Yeah. Yo, you're a sub-average fielder at those positions. It doesn't matter. Just get out there. You know? oh, Have some fun. You're gonna hit a buck ninety-two. Yeah, play center. You know? Well, look For at lefties. Look at Cody Bellinger. His first base his whole career. Suddenly, this spring, they tried to put him in left field. Oof. Like, we're like, well, okay. I guess you're, I guess he's playing left field now too. Yeah. Like, it's just it's funny how they always say, well, he can play left. Well, then you always have to ask, can he? Yeah. Can he really play left? Can the kid? Can, can he really play center or short or second? Well, or apparently, third? Tim Tebow's trying to play baseball right now. So, <laughs> can he is not really the question. Uh-huh. Will they let you? <laughs> Tebow, the man, so bad at two sports, he's Bizarro Bo Jackson. How <laughs> <laughs> about Yasmani coming out of the gates? Two bombs, one from either side of the plate. Hasn't hit since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that stretch last year where he only hit home runs? Yes, that's. Uh, but that's why. I mean, he had the twenty. 20- no singles, no yeah. doubles, walks or home runs. Did, okay, <laughs> but did he hit two thirty? Did he even hit two thirty last year? Uh, I, if think, he, I think he came in at two twenty eight. Yeah. So you know, I mean, he had twenty seven bombs, but I forget the home runs. Just give me his consistency at the plate. You know, draw. He doesn't draw a lot of walks. Give me twenty five bombs with a two fifty average. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it every sixty day. RBIs, seventy <laughs> RBIs. We're good. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, our Austin Barnes is coming for you. Which, by <laughs> the way, I kind of like him behind the play. He doesn't like doesn't do anything too bad. Like anything bad. Like, he seems kind of like decent across the board. Good arm, frames well, catches well. Better than the uh, Rockies catcher today, who's expecting a breaking ball, fastball <laughs> off his glove. Well, and then that guy, then he then he threw it off of Turner's head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like two, like a play later. Yeah, like he, he used just that poor guy. The all her touches was like good old aggressive on him, yeah. just and turn. I'm like, well, he kind of threw the ball off his head. So that was a tough inning for that guy. Yeah, I felt bad. I felt bad for him, but then uh, just a little off the Dodger topic. If you saw Jeremy Guthrie the other day on his 38th birthday. Give up ten runs and then get cut from the team. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All at the same time. That was probably the worst day anyone could ever have. I just, I saw that and I had to say something. I just felt so bad for him. He's probably looking better forward to thirty nine now. He's like, let's just, <laughs> let's just let it go. Wow, he's thirty eight. That's crazy. Uh, and, or thirty seven. But it was yeah. on his birthday and he gave up ten runs and he got cut. <laughs> he was like good at like three years ago, like Kansas City. Yeah, he was. Like, yeah, he yeah. was. I think they're legit ace. 
<laughs> Just goes to show you how quickly it can change here in baseball. And you might well, probably wind up on the Dodgers if they have enough injuries. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's hope it not, it not it does not come to that this year. But I think we need to go more to depth with Rich Hill. Like, is he able? Is he going to be able to string five starts in a row together? Or is this just going to be a thing where, you know, I mean, they have the new 10-day DL, which I think. He's just going to go on, on the 10-day. He's going to set the record. <laughs> I mean, is this going to be a thing Pretty where he's much. where he, he basically starts every other start? I mean, is this going to be a seasonal, season-long thing? I mean, in the playoffs, we're not going to get that luxury. Yeah. We're gonna, and we're going to need him out there because he's legitimately our second-best pitcher. So, I think we're going to see Urias a lot sooner than we originally had thought, especially with the, if, if this injury does keep like reoccurring. Because he's waiting. He's a left-handed arm ready in the wings with major league, major league experience. Well, I mean, it's not like he's just waiting. I mean, they, they like, delayed him, you know, to start. So it's like he's going to – if they're going to put him in the mix here soon, he's they're going to have to start lengthening him out. But as of now, he's just like – He's on a strict innings limit again. Yeah. Uh, I I forget how often he's pitching in the minors. Uh, I actually think we'll see you'll see Stripling. I think thrown in there. Brock Stewart once he's healthy, we'll probably see him around. Stripling's another guy that I was impressed with this week out of the pen. They were the the gun was saying he was throwing ninety four. Yeah, which I did not think he threw that hard. I thought he, in his in his starts last year, I thought his fastball was like ninety ninety one. Uh, and so to see that, I, I did hear something in a, a different telecast about that maybe they switched out the guns they're using this year, and they're kind of giving them like an extra, <laughs> mi- an extra mile. Oh, they're, they're inflating the stats. I, I guess so, you know. I mean, <laughs> chicks don't take the long ball anymore. They dig the hundred mile an hour pitch. I guess maybe you so. Know? It's Michael Kopech. <laughs> well, well, whatever he's doing, let's hope he uh, he continues to bring it this week. But the Dodgers bullpen, you know, it's, it's always it's always. Half one half of the season, they're doing great. They're they're showing up. And the other half is just a stink bomb. So, I think the big the big thing with them is sustainability and just keeping it going. Which it looks like for the first time in a while, as long as guys are staying healthy, they have a shot at doing this for a full season. Yeah, I mean their stink bomb stretch was probably only about six weeks last year. So yeah, that was kind of impressive. Uh, so hopefully they can narrow that down to like a month, and you know maybe different guys. Stink it up at different times. <laughs> you know? Yeah, spread out the stink. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, ne- there's never a, a bullpen that's light out, lights out for the. You know, so are the six Dodgers months? Are the Dodgers coming back home after the Chicago series, or is this an extended extended trip? Yeah, they'll come back after um, the Chicago set. Because um, I know they have a little bit of a rough stretch with uh, Chicago and then St. Louis at some point in the season. Take a look at the schedule. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Their schedule is not favorable at all this year, at least from. Early going anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you had the weird. You have a weird day off Tuesday. You had that start time of, <clears throat> you know, back to back bizarre travel start time. You know, Thursday, Friday, twelve p.m. games, one p.m. games. Yeah, it was. It was the scheduling just seems. To, I got a Google <laughs> alert on my phone sitting at my desk at work. It's like the Dodger game is <laughs> about to start right now. I'm like, really? That, that happened to be Friday too. Like <laughs> okay. the, the Dodger game starts in 15 minutes. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why is it starting at four or five o'clock? Why is it starting at two o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they'll uh, do the three-game set in Chicago and then come home for an odd wraparound series. They'll host the Upstart Diamondbacks uh, on a Friday, Friday through Monday series so at the Ravine. Are the Diamondbacks legit NOS contender at this point? 
I mean, Didn't I, I tell you last week, <laughs> and they're out of the gate. What five and one? I think they're up to six, six wins. And one. They six, six and wins this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I picked the Rockies are five and two, and I Mike said they were soothsayer. <laughs> After one week, I called it right. Well, having AJ Pollock for them is a big help. Having him back, sure. You know, Goldschmidt's Goldschmidt. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I would kill for him to be on the. Dodgers. Did they lose Pollock earlier in the year last year? They lost him right away Very too. Early, yeah. yeah. So having him back, you know, you have Owings having a, you know, Owings is a decent player. They have some decent players. To me, it's still their pitching. I mean, Shelby Miller got shelled. Corbin uh, Corbin got shelled, but they wound up winning those games. I watched that game, that Shelby Miller game. He actually looked okay. And he's been so horrible at home for them (laughs) that it was like, but he still, I think he might have got the quality start. I think he went six innings and gave up three runs. Not that that should be called a quality start. That should be called a eh, start. Me, 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 me. Yeah, pretty good start. I think a quality start should be seven innings pitch, two earned runs. That you can call quality. But the six three, they got to rename that. I still think the Rockies. That was my pick to be the uh, the contender this year with the Dodgers. They uh, and this this young lineup really showed that they can hit and put runs on. Well, their lineup's scary. Holland's a pretty good reliever. You know, they actually have They're just missing a couple of starting pitching. They are. That's, that yeah. seems to be it. I mean, this kid who pitched the, the other day against the Dodgers uh, first made, made his major league debut. What was his name? His name was... Freeland or something Freeland like that. Freeland got yeah. for, went six innings, got his first win of the year, beat Ryu 2-1. Yeah. to one. It was like, you know, all right, kid. That was actually the matchup I was really... I was like, God, there's ever like a perfect matchup for Ryu. It's like <laughs> this kid's first game right here. And, and, and But Ryu didn't pitch bad. I mean, I think he only went four and He went four thirds. innings. He went, yeah, yeah, he went like so, four innings. But fine, you know the guy again. Like the guy hasn't pitched in two years, and when he when he has been on the mound, he's been great. He's been fantastic. He's been able to hit. He's been able to really show an arsenal of pitches, and that he can go deeper. He can get to that seventh inning games. But uh, we really, we've really been missing him. I, I thought he was a long shot to make the club this year. So I didn't honestly didn't think we'd see him pitch again for the Dodgers. I think because too, this is his last year, right? His I mean, coming. Who's Ryu. Ryu? I think this is Ryu's last year. That sounds about right on his deal. So I, I I thought too. I, I mean, we talked about it last season that we didn't think he'd ever pitch again for the Dodgers. This, uh, coming into the end you, of last you year, you were always real optimistic. I <laughs> no, but I think I brought him around on the pessimism by the end of the year. <laughs> it was Ethier. I was like, no, we'll never see him in uniform. We will not. And then he has like two games he plays in the playoffs. And I'm like, all right, he's back, I suppose. <laughs> but we'll never see him in uniform again. <laughs> I really like. You know, I think that uh, the Rockies are really building a great staff. I just think they're probably a year away from having success because they're really young. But I like that John Gray. That Black man. Dog would look <laughs> yeah. good. Um, you know, I mean, just just focusing on their pitches, like that kid Anderson looked good. Um, they kind of had that tough luck with Bettis. He came down with, like, cancer. Yeah. But he looked good last year as a young starter that could be with him. But I think, like, really the addition on both the uh, Rockies and the uh, Diamondbacks that I think is going to prove to be the big addition is their managers. I think, cool. like, of the managers that were available, those were, the, like, the top two guys, you know. Tory Lovello with the uh, Diamondbacks, getting his first manager gig, you know, being a longtime bench coach for the Red Sox, and really a player's guy, you know. It's going to have a big impact on that team. And Bud Black, a guy that I don't know. I if, love, I love Bud Black. He's so good. <laughs> he's so good, and he was out there. Like, I, I can't believe this guy was out of work. It had to be by his choice. Was he on the Padres for a while? Yeah. Was he in the Padres and, and, and the Padres were actually competitive when he was there because, you know, the Padres who we, we can say are the cheapest team in the league by far. You know, their ownership group has. I mean, they're, they don't even try. They're throwing out like. minor leaguers out there who have no business being in the majors, really. And, you know, someone's got to play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so the Bud Black did so much with so little. 
you know, and he was so good with the Angels as their pitching coach when he was there, you know, and it's, I, I remember at the time before they signed Roberts when all the talk was Kapler, uh, I was like, but Bud Black's sitting I know. right there. Why aren't you going after Bud I think Black? I stood they went after his protege. <laughs> yeah, and and actually, I like Roberts a lot. Yeah. I do. Uh, I mean, I still sometimes with the bullpen. I know the lineup shifting isn't all him. That that's coming down from management a little bit about yeah. the lineup shifting. But sometimes with the pen, I question it. But I think as this season goes on, I think he's really going to get the hang of who like who is for what situation yeah i mean i think the as far as the lineup situation goes against lefty it's kind of at this point throw it against the wall yeah. and see what <laughs> sticks you know uh to this point but you know I, I do i do like roberts and you know um bud black and like i say lavelle i mean that was a team in the diamondbacks they didn't even win 70 games last year yeah <laughs> and I, I, could, I could see them winning you know 86 87 games yeah. and, you know being right on right on the dodgers heels you know uh, but yeah, he seems to get the most of his players, and um, I, I think people look at the wins losses, and as you guys are saying, there's more, there's so much more to that than him. Like he really understands situations, when to bring guys, and how to play them and motivate them. And on the right team, which it seems like this could be this Colorado Rockies, he could be the catalyst that gets them, gets them hot, getting going back in the back to the World Series, possibly. Yeah, and and that's what I like about Roberts is I feel like he is the right guy for. He's got to be the happiest manager for this Dodger team I in the major like leagues. Just he's just a happy, <laughs> happy man. He's never off. He's never like oh well, you know. He's like no, no. He tried really hard today. He was going out. He gave it really strong. It didn't go quite the way he wanted, but like I like his effort. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I think, but I think guys like playing for him. I yeah. Think that's, yes. That's the thing is is one he basically did everything. He was a starter, a leadoff man, a utility guy, you know, a bench player. Like he's World done, Series winner. Oh, yeah, but he's done everything but pitch. So I think when you have a guy when you have a guy who can talk to Puig like, "Hey, I've been in your situation. Exactly. I know how you're feeling. This is how you get out of it." Like so for I think guys when he talks to you, he's coming from a place of I've been there and done that. That goes a long way. Yeah, and I think that to, to me it's it's when you that's why I don't think they would have responded to Kapler as a manager. Because Kapler doesn't have that... He was a long-time Red Sox, though. He had that player experience. Uh, did but, he get a ring in 4 with them? Is he still with the team then? Uh, Going to our uh, pseudo-Red uh, Sox fan uh, over here. Might, might, might have got a ring in 7 too. Okay. I, I don't even remember him being on those teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a fourth outfielder. Neither do Red Sox fans. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, I think, having a guy like Roberts who... Who was known? Who was a Dodger? I think it just helps. You know, I feel like that's he's lined up that locker room. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming you get Time Warner Cable. Do you ever watch backstage Dodgers? Oh yeah, like uh, they yeah. play pranks. He he's like the one who leading the pranks on guys. He's just like he's like Adrian Gonzalez. Give me your phone and I'll snap you. <laughs> he's like he's like the new age manager. You know, he's trying to drop the old guard because let's face it. I think we touched upon it a little bit earlier. Baseball is a bit of an old timing, old timer stiff game. And it is. Yeah. We love it, and it's poetry to us. But you know, when it's trying to attract new fans, I can see why new fans would be why it would be hard for them to gravitate towards it. Well, no, but like I always like I use I use my wife as an example a lot because she does enjoy baseball, but only for so much. Like she can only sure. she can only take it for so long. Like she'll watch she, if she's at the game, fine. But to be on TV, you know. She, it gets to be game one thirty five, and she's just over. Yeah. So it's <laughs> but but. When, but when Puig was off to that great start, when there was flair, it was much more interesting. It's like and, a lot of Dodgers fans. And people were Manny in. Manny Wood. Yeah. You know? People, when Hanley got off to that, when in 
infamously when they threw at him. I still say the Cardinals did that on purpose in the playoffs because he was insanely hot at that time. You know when when that's oh stuff, we got oh the we got hit hit yeah no we got hit in the ribs oh yeah. yes yes you know oh. I I was it's you need I'm sorry but baseball needs some of this flair. Like, they really, really do. It's just one of these things that, you know, it's exciting. People want to go see it. Yeah. You know, that's the the Derek Jeters had their time. You know, that was great. You know, and I, because Jeter, you know, he's one of the best players. And Trout, same thing. But he, they're just, aside from Jeter's personal life, which, I mean, I hope a lot of those rumors are true. But, uh, <laughs> but like, Trout. Me too. <laughs> especially the signed baseball thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can Google Derek Jeter signed baseball. I was talking about the models, all the models he dated. I hope that's true. <laughs> well, the, the rumor is that uh, your parting gift was a signed Derek Jeter baseball, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I so desperately hope is true. Uh, <laughs> but, but like Mike Trout is one of the best players we're ever going to see, and he's just boring. He, his interviews are terrible. He has no pizzazz. There's no, there's no star power. That's what Bryce Harper was talking about last year. He's like, baseball's boring. We need yeah. to like bring something to it. And I like that Bryce Harper, who I'm hoping he, I'm hoping he rebounds this year. Even though I think he will. Even though Washington will, Dodgers will probably play them again in the first round, you know, in the playoffs again. But I want Harper to rebound because I think baseball needs more people like him. Just guys who are out there with a little bit of you know edge and attitude and that's a clown question. <laughs> <laughs> a little little cockiness, you know. You just yeah. you need a little bit more of it. It's it's you just got to make it a little more exciting for the casual fan to bring fans back in. You know, I thought that list was very telling when not one active baseball player who put was up on that list. ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, and it was voted on by people. So. You know, to have not one active baseball player in the top fifty of athletes. I bet you saw a lot of football players on that list. A lot of soccer players. Oh uh, well, yes, that's and, yeah. and NBA players. Yeah. So it, you know, to both widely international sports, I mean, baseball players don't get the opportunity <laughs> as much as, as opposed to other sports to showcase their athleticism. You know, they're covered up in these long uniforms, and like a lot of people don't get to see like how big these guys really are. Oh yeah, that was. I still remember the first time when the Yankees came here. When they started interleague play, and I got to see Alex Rodriguez in person. Huge. I did not realize just how big Huge. of a person he and was. And plus he's got like 10 arm guards going on. But he was just, he was tall, he was broad. You just, it was like, whoa, I, your TV, you can't really see how big this guy is. Yeah. You know, and Randy Johnson, how tall he was. It was... But I just I'd like to see I'd like to see them let these guys, and I see that's why I like Roberts. I feel like Roberts does give them a little leeway to to be their own player yeah uh you saw it with Jacques when when Jacques got mad and you know I I think he does allow them he gives them a little bit of slack yeah and I like that he does that you know I feel like you know you get your Matheny's who don't like it at all except except for Yair Molina who can get away with anything literally anything yeah as we saw the ball get stuck to his chest (laughs) he can also get away with a three uh, 60 million dollar contract (laughs) that's amazing which can we talk about that what substance is on that ball I know if you, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, Google Yadier Molina with the ball. The ball <laughs> stuck, stuck to his chest protector. Yeah. So he's it was the dirt. Him. It he's was the dirt. He's got stick him on his chest. So protector. yeah, there's stick him somewhere. How could a baseball stick to your chest protector? You know, it didn't get caught. I mean, I saw the replay, but I didn't get like a good like. It didn't get caught. It didn't get caught in no, the jersey. No, it didn't get caught. It was just. It was just. It was. You know, there's a velcro yeah, on there. Remember those old that old game where you could throw the velcro ball and it stuck to the wall. 
That's what it looked like. <laughs> like Michael Haynes, who used to be a cornerback for the, the Raiders. Yeah. The well, he'd, it, he'd, he'd be like this and stick to the back of his numbers. <laughs> well, on that note, that is it for today for Dodger Draft 360. Thank you to everyone tuning in. Uh, guys, want to give one last uh, shout out to where they can find me on social media? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Gersh13. I'm still not on there, but tune into the Red Sox Draft 360. It's on before this show. And you can tweet me at uh, Hunter underscore Marks on Twitter. Thanks, everyone, and uh, go Dodgers. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 